0: Do you wish you could make more fun vacation memories with your family every year? I'm Lynn Mettler, AKA Go-To travel Gal. Welcome to the Family's Fly Free podcast, where I help you learn to travel more by spending less and explain how easy it is for your entire family to fly free. Hey everyone, before we start today's episode, I just wanted to explain um, how today's episode is going to work. So, um, Amy Lee Udell is my guest today, and we had her record for the family's Fly Free membership an insider's guide to Oahu uh, because she grew up going to Oahu quite a bit as a child and um, as an adult, and so she's going to share her tips with us um, in video format, but what I did is I'm going to share that with you on the podcast today, the audio version. So um, while you won't be able to see the video version unless you're a Family's Fly Free member, you will be able to hear the audio version. And I did ask her at the beginning just to share her experience inside the membership, why she decided to join, how it's been helpful to her. So we'll chat about that for a few minutes first, and then we'll get right into her tips for Awath Hey, everyone. So today we have with us a special guest, um, Amy Lee Udell. She is a member of the Family's Fly Free membership, and her family is from Oahu. So she grew up going there quite a lot. And so she is going to share with us a lot of her tips today about what to see and do if you are planning a trip to Oahu. And I know that so many of my listeners and so many members want to go to Hawaii. Like I would say 90% of the people I talk to say they want to go to Hawaii. So we know that this is tops on many people's list. So I thought it'd be awesome to bring in an almost local. That's what she says. She <laughs> she didn't officially grow up there, but went there a lot um, to share with us what to see and do. But before we get into that, I wanted to have Amy Lee tell us a little bit about her experience inside the family's Fly Free membership. So you can get the perspective of someone. Um, who has been in there for a few months, and how it's been able to work for her. Um, So let's kind of start with that, Amy Lee, you want to tell us kind of versus what you were doing before you were a member compared to um, how you're doing things now, like, what's been the most helpful part of the membership for you? And and you've been in there um, about three or four months.
1: Yeah, so um, what I was doing before is not really traveling much (laughs) because uh, it costs a lot of money. Um, And we have three kids. So flying anywhere was just, um, you know, it just eliminated a lot of options for us. We would just drive everywhere basically. But I um, really wanted to go back to Hawaii. That was one of the things. Um, Mm -hmm. So in order to make that happen, you have to fly. Um, And so I have been eyeing your uh, membership uh, for a while and then, you know, decided to to jump in um, so that I could make flying more realistic. Also, the other big thing was that uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter started college um, in a place we can drive to. But, um, you know, it would be nice to be able to hop on a plane and, and make a weekend visit or have bring her home. Um, for a weekend. So trying to learn about um, how to make flying more realistic for that as well. That was another big uh, motivator for me. So um, so that's why I kind of jumped in.
0: And I forgot to have you tell us about yourself. So let's do that before we go. Oh, okay. into the membership. Um, yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My name is Amy Lee Udell and I blog at Productive Mama. Um, so I'm trying to help moms be productive. And part of being productive is, um, you know, running your household efficiently, but also making the best use of your money because most moms, you know, as you're raising kids, we are trying to stay on a budget, uh, while still, you know, having an enjoyable family life and enjoying our family. So, um, I feel like this, you know, can be part of that too, you know, like how, how can I, um, live my normal life, um, and still plan a realistic uh, vacation. That's going to be super fun. So that was, um, you know, my blog is just kind of an extension of me and the things that, um, I like, and I need that I feel other moms can relate to. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's who I am and, um, the productive mama, productive
0: Yeah. And I think, I mean, what we're doing with travel here is such a perfect fit for people who like to budget and like to know that they're getting the best value possible for what they're spending. And, you know, like I was, um, a long time couponer and I feel like it's, it's that type of mindset. You know, I feel like I'm trading coupons for miles and points, but instead of boxes of cereal or toothpaste, I'm getting free trips, like right, so yeah. much better, right? <laughs>
1: And so many people, you know, I would say, you know, your average family really does want to travel and take their um, kids somewhere and see the world and expose them to things. Um, And it's really hard to do, but you have a great system in your membership to make that realistic for people, so. So
0: what have you enjoyed the most so far in the membership? What part of it?
1: Uh, The (laughs) handholding is great. (laughs) Uh, You know, the sort of every, you know, There are so many great courses and and memberships and things out there now. But anytime you've taken one, you always have your own little, um, well, here's my situation. And it's just a little different. So it is nice to be able to just ask you these questions. Um, But really I started from really knowing nothing about um, points and travel rewards and um, using Cards to your advantage. And I was, I knew about like the Southwest card for years. I've actually had a Rapid Awards membership for I don't even know how long, probably since 1997 or something. Um, But so I get the advertisements about the cards and stuff, but I was not really wanting to um, get another credit card or do anything like that. But you really lay out how you can use it to your advantage and, um, you know, use. Their system to your advantage, and use those points um, uh, in a way that's realistic and not going to. I mean, you have to always um, use credit cards wisely, but you lay out a plan to do that. So um, so just kind of laying that out for me, and also, I could go at my own pace. So that's also been another thing that's really good because you have a great um, uh, system and people could just like dive all in. And that has not been me. I've just kind of waited in and, Oh, okay. Oh, wow. This is even with my waiting in, mm-hmm. um, and not doing everything all at once, I've saved, uh, at least $1,600, um, on awesome. yeah, flying. A
0: months. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I have been super happy and I will wade in a little deeper. I'm, I'm getting ready to, after listening to some more and reading up, um, And that's what's good too, I think. It's like people can, um, when they're ready for certain things or when they go, oh, I want to go there um, or when they start getting excited, then they can, then you're motivated really to sort of dive in and start reading some of that fine print and uh, making the plan for you. So, uh, but also that, um, you know, you help make that plan for us, so.
0: Right, and like you said, everyone's like, I do have a a process that I teach that's the same, but. Also, everyone's situation is a little different. Um, some people already have travel credit cards. Some people have none. Some people are trying to fly six people. Some people's just one person, you know? Right. Um, and d- depending on where you wanna travel to, we have to tweak it um, a little bit for each family. And, and you get that as, as a member, you get your very own plan. Um, And I like that you talk about getting into it slowly because there are, I mean, I was the same way. We were um, unsure about getting a credit card too at the beginning, um, because certainly we don't want anyone to get into credit card debt. That's never the idea here. Um, And so it's a a good idea to, to start slow and start with one. And I never advocate getting like 10 or 12 or, you know, there are some people out there that have tons of credit cards, but you can easily do my system um, with two to four and I think you've started with just one and you've already saved a ton um, and so when and if you're ready at, and I think once you like you're you're seeing how it works and you know that okay I was able to manage this one just fine and so maybe I can add a second one and and you can stop there if you want you know right yeah and you'll just reap tremendous benefits just just with that so I think definitely that's perspective already
1: have so I'm super happy
0: Okay, awesome. All right, so let's get into all things Oahu, shall we?
1: Okay, all right, so I'll share.
0: So Amy Lee's going to share her screen. She put together a presentation for us.
1: Yeah, Um, it was really fun for me to um, reminisce and kind of go down memory lane. So can you see that?
0: Yes. And those of you who are okay. just listening on the podcast, we have a recorded video version of this too, um, which is uh, for members can see the video version. You're you're catching the audio version.
1: And I'll try to um, make sure I speak everything as far <laughs> as like websites and things that I mentioned. You're okay. So I'll,
0: lovely pictures, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so
1: you're just not going to see the cute pictures of me as a baby. So I just called this insider secrets to Oahu. And I'm saying insider because like you mentioned earlier, I did not um, grow up on Oahu but my mother is from Oahu and so I um, went frequently um, and I've, I'm putting a spin on this for families because while I went frequently as a kid I've also planned vacations there with my own family um, so I had that perspective of what do I want to do with my kids what would they like to see and also how can I save money um, in going and uh, we love that um, yes yes so here's the oh work click hello here's my first trip to Oahu I'm I don't know maybe 13 months old 13 weeks old something (laughs) like that so I say I'm a Kama'aina tourist Kama'aina is the term for local there um and so here's my first uh trip to see these are my grandparents and I don't know what beach we're at but we went to the beach um And I always joke that they probably looked at me and said, how do we get a redheaded grandchild, but you never know what you're going to get with kids so my caveats here this all all this information is definitely from a pre covid world so you'll have to check what's going on now. And this is definitely not comprehensive so a lot of the popular spots in Oahu that people know about I'm not going to mention because you don't need to be an insider. Uh, to really know those. So and some, actually, I, I feel like I do have some popular spots on here, but they're the ones that I have direct experience with and can speak to, um, okay. All right, so the first one I said was the Damien and Marianne Cope of Molokai Museum. Um, these are two Catholic saints who went to Molokai to the, um, what was called the leper colony. It's also called Hansen's disease. Um, and this was kind of an amazing thing because if you went to that colony you could not leave so they both and the people that worked for them saint marianne um had sisters that went with her and when father damien went he was by himself basically but they went um knowing that they would never leave that this Mm. would be their work and their mission for the rest of their life so you can't visit molokai um With kids, I think it's still in the books that you have to be 16. But there is a um, museum, um, and it used to be free and very tiny. But they did a lot of fundraising, and they were supposed to open in March of 2020. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're watching this a year from now, um, you can go to damianandmarianne.org and see what the status is and how much it costs and things like this. And it is in Waikiki. So if you are uh, staying in Waikiki um, or doing any time there, it is uh, right there for you to go visit. Um, and it's also near Kapiolani Park, which I'm going to talk about a little later. So if you did sort of a Waikiki tour date, you could uh, work this in. But this is um, great also if you're just interested in Hawaiian history um, or uh, want to know about um, the work of these two people so do
0: you know are they buried on there
1: uh father damien was taken back to belgium i believe at some point Mm -hmm. um but there is some sort of uh grave there so i'm not sure exactly but i want to say he was taken back and i'm not sure about um saint marianne but there's um, uh, still the church and everything that was built Um, But I haven't been able to go myself. It's on on my bucket list uh, for both of these, the museum and the actual island uh, where he was. Um, Other, if you can't tell, I'm kind of a history buff. So uh, many people came to Hawaii to work on the um, plantations, sugar, pineapple, things like that. Um, And this is my family's history and how my family came. So there is uh, the Hawaiian plantation village uh, where you can go. Um, and there are small fees for that, and that's hawaiianplantationvillage.org. I mean, if you're just totally not into history and are just there to lay on the beach, might not be (laughs) that interesting to you, but um, this is also part of how Hawaii came to be as we know it today, so I think it's um, something worth considering.
0: And what what do you see there, like is that a- I think they
1: have a little like, and I haven't been, I wanted to go last time, but it, this is also on my list, um, probably little, um, you know, like a little, what am I trying to say, a model uh, of um, what the villages were like, a little setup where you could walk around, museum, a little bit about the history, like what populations came um, in different waves, Um, and because all of those populations really heavily influenced uh, the culture of modern day Hawaii. So, you know, you had a lot of Chinese immigrants first, you have Japanese, you have Portuguese, um, Mm. some Korean. So you have all of these um, populations coming uh, and contributing to the way they talk and the food of Hawaii and things like that. Um, And most of them came to work on plantations. So. This is one of the free things people can do, the Hawaii Army Museum. Um, It is also uh, in the Waikiki area. Um, And it is, I'm gonna talk more about this stretch. This is the stretch of Waikiki away from Diamond Head, the furthest away from Diamond Head. And if you have kids, um, Waikiki is nice because the beaches are calm and this stretch is much less busy. Then the other I stretches. I remember
0: from Waikiki, just so, so busy with people.
1: Yes. Yeah. Lots of uh, shopping and just it is definitely bustling. So, this stretch, and I'm going to talk about it more later with some pictures. Um, this would make a nice little afternoon. You could go, if you're, again, if you're interested in history, but go you know, to the Army Museum. There's a lot of greenery. It is all open for people to uh, walk around and visit. You could have a picnic. Um, it, this is free, this museum is free, but you do need to check for the hours. And this is hi museum socorg okay. um, So check the hours. And you could make this a part of your Waikiki day if you go to the other museum. Um, okay, Hanauma Bay is um, really popular. And the only reason I'm mentioning it here um, it is great for snorkeling, people. It's it's beautiful, but it's also really calm. Uh, so if you have really little kids, um, and I've you know been to Hawaii with really little kids, and sometimes you know you go to the beach and it's just the waves are crashing, and it's really no fun for them. This this one is really great, but there is uh, a cost to it. Um, it's I think been closed for during COVID, mm-hmm. um, but hopefully it'll be opening back up, and the lines are always long. So I just tell you that up front, if you do have those little kids, get there early, bring a snack. Um, you're gonna, going to have to listen to a little presentation because they really wanna be careful about preserving um, the reefs and everything that are out there. Uh, mm-hmm. But for little kids, it's it's fantastic and it's beautiful. Kapiolani Park. So if you're staying on Waikiki, um, you can just check out what's happening there. There might be some sort of festival or fair Um, happening, and that's going to be free, and you can just walk around and enjoy yourself. There's like a little performance shell um, that they have there, so you might be able to catch some kind of show. Um, And then I put in here that Paradise uh, also sometimes has homeless people, so just know if you are walking in um, Waikiki, you might see that. and, you know, it's a, it's a park, so you're going to have some of those, uh, possibly some of those issues, and I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to discourage anybody from going, uh, but just know that that's the reality. And that's just it, the it,
0: case in many major right, cities
1: these days. So. Honolulu is a huge city with a lot of traffic and, you know, with some homeless people. So now I get to share some pictures. Those are all, all those things. I didn't really have any pictures. Um, know that in Hawaii, all beaches are public. I think you have mentioned that in some of the other presentations uh, that you are that you have done. And I just mentioned beaches that I think are lovely are Kailua and Lanakai, but they are not on the same side of the island as Honolulu and Waikiki. Um, So just know that if you are staying in Waikiki, there's lots of other beaches to see, you just need to to get there. Um, And most people that are wanting to do that will rent a car. Um, Tide pooling is also a really great option if you have little kids, um, because they can play in the ocean, uh, but they're really protected from the waves and that's free. So these pictures I think are, oh yeah, I put that on there, on the south side of Waimanalo. And really, there's just like the major roads that go around the island, and this is just off of off of that. So again, the opposite side uh, from Waikiki and Honolulu. Um, And you know, I figure you could just probably even—I don't remember how we found these—but you could probably just uh, Google tide pool um, on Oahu and and get a few spots, maybe some that are closer to you. But again, just a great option. You can see here—it's my niece when she was super tiny. and my daughter and they're just in the tide pool having a blast and not worrying about, you know, being overcome by waves.
0: Like how far of a drive would that be from Waikiki?
1: Um boy, this one you can go so you can go around the island or you can go over uh kind of through the mountains. Um so and it probably depends on traffic. Um I'm going to say this is totally a guess because I don't remember. I'm going to say you're going to plan for at least an hour. Okay. Um uh, to get over there, um, because all the beaches are free, you can even go to the resorts. This is the Disney Resort, um, the Alani, mm-hmm. um, and you can use mm, that's
0: good their tip. beaches.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so this one, they kind of—I'm not. I think these are created, but you can kind of see the, you know, the little rocks out there making a little break to protect these waters. So it's really calm and protected. And again, great for if you have little kids. Um, And you know, going to the beach is free. Um, But, uh, but this one um, is especially sort of created for tourists that are there for the resort. So it's might be even extra nice, especially if you have little kids. Sea Life Park, so swimming with the dolphins, people, um, that's kind of a popular activity. And when I was looking around, this was the cheapest place to do it. Again, you will have to, um, actually this is not bad of a drive and I'm sorry, I don't remember exactly how long it is, but it is not that far from Waikiki. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been going here since I was a little girl. So I was, um, this was nostalgic for me and I wanted to take my kids. So I put on here, now my kids scold me for taking them there because you know people have strong opinions about zoos and about places like this that have the marine life. Um, But I like to think that me taking them there helped them to care about marine life uh, because they have that experience. And so the park, uh, this is directly from their website, are committed to research protection and preservation of the native marine species of Hawaii. So they have a good mission um, and how you, if you want to support that by going here or not, that's up to you, of course. And they have other activities as well. I can't remember all of them, but you can go to SeaLifeParkHawaii.com, um, and you know I think you can just walk around. They have um, different programs depending on what you want to do. Uh, that, of course, cost. But if you are interested with like a dolphin, ex- interested in a dolphin experience type thing. Um, they do have them at some, I think one of the hotels and there's some other options, but this was the most affordable when we were Mm -hmm. looking and we had a good time. One of them now tells me she was scared, but (laughs) she survived. (laughs) All right. Farmers markets. Mm -hmm. Um, I just like farmers markets in general, wherever I go, because you're connected with the local food and here the local food is, you know, um, going to be much different probably than your local food. Uh, depending on where you're from um you get to meet local vendors and this is sort of like a little bit more of modern Hawaiian culture so uh they are there they have them all around the island different days so you can probably find one wherever you're staying and to fit your schedule um and it's free to just walk around and look of course if you're going to buy anything then of course you have to pay but uh but it's free to just kind of take in everything and so um Just Google, if you're not able to see this, uh, Oahu Farmers Markets, and you'll get a a comprehensive list. They have them in one of the hotels in Waikiki, uh, and any of the population centers probably going to have one. Um, And so my tip here is that when, this is my mom actually, and she doesn't know I'm putting her on here, but um, (laughs) we took the public transportation, it's called the bus, Um, which is pretty easy to navigate. It it has crowded times like everything, but is a pretty pleasant experience. And it's nice if you are staying in um, Waikiki um, and areas that parking is a little more difficult. So Mm -hmm. we took this here, so we didn't have to worry about parking because it is a very popular one, um, the one that we went to. Uh, So we're standing in line for Abalone or something. I can't remember whatever it was
0: suggestions of foods that you must be sure to try when you're
1: well, shave ice is super popular. Um, and most kids have no problem, um, jumping into that. Um, pokey is really popular here now. Um, the, that means like cut up, uh, that's what the word means. So it's raw fish basically. Mm -hmm. Um, but anytime I've had it here on the mainland, um, uh, it's just different to have it there. Um, I've been able to, I I make it myself sometimes too, but um, you know it's it's fresh there, uh, and it's usually been marinating a while, so it's really good. Um, what else do I like? Anything? Um, passion fruit, um, papaya, guava, anything that is are those because they a lot of those fruits when they come uh, to the mainland they have to be treated. Uh, in some way, in order to come here, so we don't have to worry about bugs and things like that. So having it fresh is just a totally nice. different experience. And then, um, you know, anything—if you like Asian food—you're going to have, you know, lots of different options uh, there as well. So you're not going to be—you're not going to go wrong. And even if you found a hole in the wall place to serve uh, Simon, Simon is the noodle dish that is sort of. Um, uh, a little bit of the cultures all kind of threw in um, huh. kind of like pigeon English. Um, so you can go to like McDonald's. Actually, even if you go to McDonald's there, you're going to get a little Hawaiian culture. So I, I I pretty much never eat at McDonald's, but when I go to Hawaii, mm-hmm. I like to go get the haupia pie, which is the coconut custard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called haupia. It's like a pudding, but they, instead of apple pie, well, in addition to that, mcdonald's apple pie you can get that sometimes the last time i went it wasn't available um and you can get a bowl of sign in even at mcdonald's cool so it's easy to get a little bit of that cultural experience wherever you go um though i tell people if you're going to go to hawaii don't go to one of the chains you can go to in, right um you know ohio or texas because you're in hawaii yeah
0: for sure
1: All right. So in addition to the farmer's markets, when you're driving around the island on the more um, rural sides, uh, you might see signs for small local farms. And oftentimes you can go visit and check out their stands. Um, And again, you're supporting somebody local uh, and local food, and it's free to go visit. Um, But, you know, probably if you're going to stop, you're planning on supporting them in some way. Um, And sometimes... I've seen uh, even on like the side of the road, uh, somebody might be selling something, but this one we had to like drive into their their farm and visit. and so that's that's fun. It's also if you've been in the car all day or if your kids need to run around, they can do that too. All right, Diamond head everybody does know about. Um, and I think you get yes, you guys talk about this in the membership site a little bit. Um, this is um not a difficult hike and you get a little bit of history because there's actually some it was a a military fort or it has little um i I am so not thinking of the right words because um that's not my life right now um you know there's not towers i don't know but it's like it got little military um
0: like a structure uh, of some sort yeah
1: yeah for protection and Mm -hmm. um things like that so and then, you know, then you can see, then you get this view of, uh, Honolulu that I'd never seen, you know, before, uh, in doing this. And I, I don't remember exactly how much it cost, but I just seem to remember there's a parking fee, mm-hmm. uh, per car. Um, and then you, it's kind of just, you do it on your own as far as, you know, there's not, there might be some kind of official tour, but we just did our own thing and to, and went at our own pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, I was a lot younger in this picture, um, so I don't remember it being, I remember sweating, but it's, you know, hot. Um, I don't know that really young kids um, would really be able to do this, though. Okay. Um, so we'd have to explore that more if you're interested.
0: Too, not too challenging. Yeah,
1: I am in no way, you know, an athlete, so <laughs> <laughs> I did okay. Okay, <clears throat> so I have three girls. And so princesses were very popular at my house. So one of the ways we got, uh, and I also homeschooled. So I tried to incorporate a lot of um, Hawaiian history and culture um, into uh, our preparation to go. So we went to the only royal residence on U.S. soil, which is Iolani Palace. And when I went, you had to be five to go in, but it looks like that's changed on the website. Um, But at the time you could still walk around, they have like a barracks um, and then the grounds of course, and you could even go down to the basement for free, but I don't know that that's the case now. Um, But it looked like from their website that they are holding tours. um, And it seems like they have um, like weekends when it might be more busy. Um, they might have like a self-guided tour that you can kind of take at your own pace. Um, and I could see why they didn't want little kids in there because even now that it looks like you can go if you're younger than five, but they want you to keep a hand on your kid basically. So they're not running off and and touching anything or getting into anything. So, um, but you can find out more at iolanipalace.org. That's I-O-L-A-N-I palace, uh, dot org, um, So, again, this is the history buff in me. um, This was actually
0: the residence of?
1: Yes, the royalty of Hawaii. And, like,
0: how long ago?
1: Um, Hawaii, we kind of took over. uh, I want to say around 1899, something like that. Okay. Um, So so this would have probably, this was in the 1800s. Mm -hmm. It was the first, I think this uh, palace had electricity before the White House did. Um, and um, I think it was um, the king at the time really admired the British monarchy. So he modeled a lot of what he did um, on their um, monarchy and if you've ever looked at the Hawaiian flag, you can see that, um, mm-hmm. but he he also probably went there, I can't remember exactly, um, to see what he liked and what he didn't like uh, as far as when he was planning this. Um, And this is uh, in the middle of the city. So if you're gonna do any kind of day in Honolulu or anything like that, you could work this in Mm -hmm. um, to that day.
0: Yeah, that
1: looks like a fun one. I kind of want to go back for my youngest sake poor thing doesn't remember any of it (laughs) okay but so i had that for the girls if you have boys or anybody that is interested in trains there is a hawaiian railway society um the only active historical railroad on oahu this is uh, my girls my dad he's since passed away but he was a big he loved trains Um, not model trains but like real train history and things like that so Mm -hmm. um And like everywhere else in the world, for a long time, trains were vital to how things ran. That's how you transported everything from those plantations to be shipped off. Um, You had the train. Um, Let's see. And it's available year round. It's just great if you have little kids. We got on the train um, and rode it for the uh, whole thing. And it was fun for my dad. He got to see a lot of places on the island he hadn't seen in a long time. Um, I have many pictures of this, but I think I might have one coming up next, but uh, there are fees um, for this. I don't remember if it was like 10 or $15 a ticket, hawaiianrailway.com. Oh yeah, here's our other picture. So you you can see if you have little kids, they would enjoy the train. And it, it was, you know, it was kind of just a, it was leisurely We're sitting there, we're able to visit with each other and just kind of take in the scenery. And this is, um, gosh, I wanna say we picked this up in Ewa, which is not in Honolulu. So it would be a little drive uh, to get there. And again, I hate to say how much because actually you would have to consider traffic um, Mm -hmm. because it is on the same side of the island as Honolulu. So a more populated um, side of the island, so okay, this is um, a neat little spot, but it's kind of hard to get to and it can be dangerous. So (laughs) um, this is the sign they put up and this is just in a neighborhood where people are living. So be respectful. Mm -hmm. Um, This is totally free um, and you get this amazing view.
0: Um,
1: But again, it is I, I, it was not that hard for me to get to. This is my godfather who's probably, he's at least 70 in this picture. So we were able to do it with him and my mom. Um, but again, there's like nothing stopping you from doing dangerous things here. So I just.
0: It's, it's called spitting, spitting caves. Spitting
1: caves. I'm sorry. Because. Oh yeah, spitting caves. Um, the water comes in, when, when the water comes in and it hits um, and kind of goes into the caves, it, the water comes back out like it's spitting. Okay. So, so, so that's yeah, if, for is. those
0: of you on audio, it's um, a photo of kind of a rocky.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry. Out- yes. It's, uh,
0: uh, right on the coast. So and where yeah. the waves would crash up against the, the rocks, I guess. I'm guessing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And just beautiful water. And over on the side, you can see somebody who's lucky enough to live right there. Um, it's, yeah, it's just an, an amazing view. Um, so just be cautious. Yes, Enjoy the Yes, please. View. But please be careful and maybe don't take your little kids um, or your kids who don't always like to listen to you. Right. (laughs) Okay. There are heiaus around all the islands and these are ancient temples or sacred sites of the native Hawaiians. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're very small and you don't even know what they are. Um, And sometimes, um, you know, you can um, you got to climb up a little bit and it's very like, wow, like you come to this and you know something, there's something special about here. So you can search online. Um, I don't remember there being a fee at all. I just mm-hmm. remember parking and walking up to this, but there could be a parking lot fee. Um, I don't have a specific website. I just kind of Googled Hayals hey, Oahu and several came up, mm-hmm. um, for you to, uh, check out and I just say be respectful right behind this one actually um was um one of the internment camps for uh Japanese citizens during World War II Hmm. um so but I'm not really sure about visiting that I've not done it myself and I couldn't really find anything that was clear to me about if that's open um so again there are hay on all the islands and they all kind of serve different purposes um and we just walked around and kind of took it in. There were probably a few signs to explain a few things, um, but uh, you just want to be respectful when you go check them out.
0: Because like Hawaiians I said, take these sacred areas very, I mean, very seriously, they want, right? They want them protected and not just for anyone to be walking through and doing. Yes, whatever.
1: and I'm not sure about um, like these that are already set aside, but there definitely is um, a movement among Native Hawaiians from anywhere from, you know, we need to um, do better about preserving our sacred areas. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big movement for, I think it was Kilauea just recently, um, uh, that people were like laying down and blocking the roads. Uh, but, and of course, there are people who want Hawaii to become a, its own sovereign nation again. And you might even see that. I saw that. I think when we like visited one of those farms, there was a big sign that was, you know, this is the sovereign nation of Hawaii and this is mm-hmm. where some of the um, uh, people were living. Um, so yeah, so I can't, definitely cannot speak for them or know exactly how they would feel about this area, like in the picture, mm-hmm. um, but you're always, you always do well to just be respectful. Yes. So, right. um, okay. So when you're thinking about the hotel you want to stay at, or if you're thinking about a rental, I always like to tell people that um, it's actually hard to find something where they where you can just walk out uh, to a sandy beach. Hmm. Um, the beaches are disappearing, basically. Um, so if it's important for you to be on the beach or to be very close, like sometimes you have to walk by a house or two. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to really check that out so Ocean front can often mean there's a seawall but no beach
0: uh-huh. and that might be
1: okay with you right <laughs> right if, you're just know just, yeah, right. Right. if <laughs> you just want to listen to the ocean and be near the water that's fine but if you have little kids and you're thinking we're going to run out our back door and be on the beach you really have to watch for that um there are some of the major hotels on Waikiki have absolutely no beach there mm. it's just like a wall and you can't even get to the ocean there's like a um Uh, a metal walkway that kind of goes by it. Um, You couldn't even really jump into the ocean from there safely. Um, Or it has a really super small beach, um, very tiny beach. And I'll, I'll uh, talk more about where you can find a good beach uh, on Waikiki here in a minute. Um, But rental listings are not going to say we have no beach, you know, they're not really, they'll, they're not going to really advertise that. So take a good look at the photos. Um, Sometimes they'll show you a photo, right? And it's like, here's, from the beach close by you know um and ask ask um and so this is just a picture this is a comparison that i got from ProPublica. they recently did an expose on eroding beaches on oahu mm. uh, and this is lanakai and it shows you gosh i think i want to say this was like 1968 58 or 68 and then this is uh modern and you can see how much beach has been lost and the article goes into how that's happened, but I'm only putting it in here so people know that even on Waikiki, you might not be able to walk out to a nice sandy beach, or the beach you have is very small. So you just need to be aware of that, and um, that
0: further worsens the crowding problem, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, so if uh, you know, I'm thinking I want to go and I want to, you know, have some space and enjoy it, but if the beach is tiny and everybody in the hotel is trying to cram onto okay. it, um, it's go- going to be a different experience. Yeah. Um, and so I'll talk more a little, a little bit more about this. Um, in a bit, but just know that, just be aware. Um, Okay, so I wanna talk more about this. Um, I've got Kailua Beach here, and you can see that's pretty, uh, Mm -hmm. this is early morning, but uh, so not many people yet, Um, and the beach is pretty wide. And then we stayed, um, and I'm, I'm gonna get to Windward and Leeward in a minute. This is the opposite side of the island as Oahu. And uh, this is a beach house we stayed on in Eva, which is, uh, you can see the cityscape there and Diamond Head. So the same side of the island is there. And we've got a beach and this Waimanalo one um, is on the windward side. And it's got a very big beach, um, but it's a little bit rougher. And this picture cracks me up because my daughter is like, the waves were just too much for her and she was getting really upset and i make fun of her about that now but
0: that's probably something to keep in mind like in Hawaii there are serious waves happening right
1: yes and okay. we're going to let's sure uh
0: considerations.
1: let's do this yeah that's what i wanted to talk about next when you think about these things because i did when i was you know if i'm bringing little kids do i want to be on the north shore in the winter okay no because those waters tend to be rougher surfers love it Right, You know, surfers want those big waves. Um now, within the shoreline, you might have little um, harbors um, that uh, are a little more protected. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something to ask about if you are considering especially a rental there. but let's um, I'm going to talk about Waikiki versus the other parts uh, of the island. So Waikiki is super busy, like you said. you even remember when you went, Um, just how crowded it was and the traffic, it's got like the first or or second place holding in worst traffic, um, maybe after LA. Um, but if you, yeah, it's, it can be really, you got a lot of cars on a small Island. So, um, but if you want nightlife, if you want city amenities, you know, if you're, um, a lot younger than I am and (laughs) wanting to go to a club or something, Waikiki might be where you want to be. Um, so I found this lovely little map. So um, here's Honolulu and Waikiki right here, though generally we kind of say this whole side of the island is the leeward side and it's gonna be calmer in Waikiki. That's why people vacation there. That's why it was originally a, um, sort of the vacation spot for the royalty. Um, it was a nice nice little spot there. Um, And so this beach that I showed you with the cityscape is kind of over here. Um, And that old Alani Resort that I showed you is also uh, on the leeward side. So just calmer waters in general. The windward side, um, it tends to be windier. It's called the windward side. More rain, rougher waters, but Kailua and Lanakai that I showed you, they're not too rough. That was this beach over here.
0: So that's sort of the north.
1: That's uh I don't, I don't know if you can see my it says southeast and windward here. Okay. And the um Lenakai and Kailua are gonna be on the southernmost, southern part mm-hmm. of that. North um,
0: facing though, maybe, right?
1: Uh like if you were standing on the shore, kind of maybe. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, you have you have these little areas that might be more protected uh, right. as well there. Mm-hmm. So um and then Waimanalo, where I showed you the uh, little places for um uh what am I trying to say? Where I had little kids were in the protected tide pools, the tide pools. Yes, thank you. Um, that was there as well. So, um, so and there's always little spots that are great everywhere. So I just, I'm just trying to give you the very general. Um, yes idea of what your beaches might be like.
0: Well just so. to know there's a difference in what you need to be asking about yes. looking
1: for. Yeah. Right. And that there may not be a beach. So you have to be careful right. about that. So okay, if you are, I'm gonna take a sip. If you have military privileges, there are several resorts um that are very nice and they are scaled to pay grade. So you know accessible to you. Mm -hmm. Um, wherever you are in your military career. So the Halekoa is the hotel that I consider on the best beach of Waikiki. We'll get to that again in a little bit. Um, There's also um, Barber's Point, Bellows, and one at Pokai Bay. I I have not, I've stayed at Bellows maybe, but I, I was a little kid. So I can't really tell you how any of them are. On the base, on Hickam Base, um, they have Hickam Harbor, and that is a nice little beach um, that is popular, but very pleasant. Um, and this is me as a teenager uh, wading in, and you can see how calm it is. And this is in the summer sometime. So if you are military, retired, whatever, go check out uh, Hickam Harbor. And there's also a restaurant near there. So um, that's a good option for you. Um, you can go to luau's in all different parts of the island and um look into the one at the holly again i don't know what's going on with covid mm-hmm. um but their prices are usually better also you can go you know go to the bx uh, on base go to the commissary i don't i can't say for sure what the prices are going to going to be like but that's kind of what we always did uh, especially traveling with my parents Uh, and check it out for the souvenirs too, if you need to bring souvenirs back for people. At the very least, you're not paying sales tax. Um, So definitely make use of your military privileges if you go to Hawaii. Um, Okay, the best beach on Waikiki. Gotta move my thing there. Um, So uh, this is, you can see Waikiki here. This is Diamond Head. So you can just kind of see this stretch, and you can see the beach disappears in some places, right? Um, and then up here, in the top of the picture near the Haleakala, you can see this nice wide beach. So busy to the north, that would be yeah, to, yeah, to uh, the north. It's so always tricky. at least on this map. I don't know how the island <laughs> is, but um, okay. So if you really want to have a pleasant beach experience, and you don't need the busy. And you know, don't need to go to the hot spot for lunch or anything like that. Um, consider going to this part of the beach. This is right next to that Free Army Museum I mentioned, which makes mm-hmm. sense because it's on uh, Fort DeRussy, which is actually military property. Um there's public parking is really close by. Um, if you are on the beach and you get hot, there's all kinds of shady green park areas. Uh, because this is where that military resort is but you can still go to the beach all the beaches are public yeah. um it's also right next to the hilton hawaiian village which is a super popular um uh, hotel and resort so if you are wanting to stay in waikiki i definitely recommend the hilton hawaiian village as far as having the nice beach um and at least before you could go to the halakoa the military resort. Um, And take advantage of their snack bar. Um, You might pay different prices. They used to have different um, prices for um, military and not. The Hilton Hawaiian Village every Friday night has a really big, again, I don't know, during COVID, um, fireworks show at Mm. sunset. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so if you just, that's free. Yeah. So you can just uh, show up on that beach and you are going to get a fireworks show every Friday. So, um but that's uh my again i just want to emphasize that uh there's not beach along all of that stretch um but there is on the far end away from uh diamond head
0: okay yeah good tip and you'd have fireworks with diamond head in the background i would imagine
1: (laughs) uh it actually faces the other well actually depends you could you could probably do that if you went to the other side and looked at diamond head but it's going to be beautiful no matter what um Okay. So tips go to Costco. There's Costco's at least two um, to stock up, especially if you're going to do a rental. Um, I think there's one in, I'm I'm not sure where the one in Honolulu is, but there's one on the way to the other side of the Island. If you drive around the Island in Hawaii Kai um, and you can stop there and stock up. They also have is, is like,
0: it, would it be significantly cheaper than just going to the grocery, like a regular grocery store there?
1: I think it is. And when we went and did this last time, I was with my brother in law and sister in law, and they were avid uh, Costco shoppers. Um, and they felt like the prices were pretty close to what they were paying in California, Southern mm-hmm. California. Um, and at the time, I did not go to Costco, so I had no point of comparison, but they felt like it was um, mm-hmm. a pretty good deal. And okay. please do expect when you go to Hawaii to pay a lot for your groceries. I mean, they are so a huge percentage, I can't even remember. Um, has to be shipped over there. So don't um, go into shock for what a gallon of milk costs or anything like that. So um, expect, expect it. Um, You can also just go to Walmart to get your souvenirs. You know, if you are expected to bring some stuff back for your family, you don't have to pay Waikiki prices. You can just go to Walmart. This is a picture of my uh, family at Zippy's. So if you want a little bit of a local um, uh, culture restaurant, this is sort of, I don't know if we would call this fast casual now. I didn't know that term back when I took this picture, but um, you know, it's not McDonald's. Um, they have, I don't know, maybe it's like a Hawaiian Denny's. I don't really know how to describe it, but look for the zippies, they're all around and you are it's not gonna be like super fancy prices. Um, if you know anybody that lives in Hawaii, you might ask them for their help to book things so they can get the Kama Aina discount. That's a local's discount. Almost everything there will have any sort of, um, activity or tourist attraction in order to help locals be able to enjoy that they lower the price for locals and it's usually called the kamaina discount so if you have somebody local ask them for their help there Mm -hmm. Um, you had mentioned groupon you can sign up for the local Mm -hmm. groupon Um, and there is something um, that i remembered so i checked out real quick it might be called go hawaii or go oahu discount pass Mm -hmm. and so they'll wrap together several of the most popular um attractions to give you a better price. So you do have to check it out and say, would I actually do these things? Are these the things that I would enjoy doing to make purchasing the pass worthwhile? So you just have to kind of do your own value assessment there we for that. We do like
0: to use those in different cities, but like I said, you have to, usually it saves you with just two or three, if you're gonna go to two or three attractions on the list, but um, sure. and it and usually saves to- you waiting in line and stuff too.
1: Right. And then, you know, multiply by how many people you have, you know, um, that, that could add up. So, but read the fine print because I have not read the fine print for you and just (laughs) Google, go, go Wahoo discount card and you'll be able to find it. Um, I think is that my last? Yeah. So that was my last one. This is our view from, um, Eva facing away from diamond head. Um, and that's the other thing too. Depending on where you are on the island will determine whether you get to enjoy the amazing sunrises or sunsets. So, it just depends on which direction you're facing either way get you get one or the
0: other. <laughs>
1: you get one or the other as far as being on the water and yep. they will both be beautiful. So, this this trip we enjoyed the sunsets and then when I was on the Kailua trip, we enjoyed the sunrises and they were both amazing. So, yes. But yeah, so that is I think, yeah, that's what I have.
0: Okay. Well, that was awesome. So yeah, thanks for putting that together. And it's yeah. so good because I, again, I, last time I was in Waikiki, I was in eighth grade or something, but that's all I all I can remember is just, it was so busy and so many people, I didn't even want to be on the beach, you know? So, and I think people don't realize there's a whole other part of Oahu. So those are some great tips of where to Yeah, see. And, and I
1: always tell people it's a really small Island, but. You just can't fit it all in. I, after going this many times in my life, there's still stuff I haven't seen and that I want mm, to do,
0: amazing. Yeah.
1: Um, and all kinds of little um, little hidden spots, and I just hope everybody gets to find their own little hidden spot full of good memories when they go. But if you love Waikiki, enjoy that too.: I yes. avoid
0: it.: <laughs> <laughs> OK, tell us again where we can find you online.
1: Yeah, I'm at ProductiveMama.com and I um, don't specialize in travel or anything, but I do specialize in saving money. Um, so I will be sharing you with my audience too so they can uh, travel uh, on a budget while still getting non-budget experiences.
0: Yes, so you can go as many trips as you want with your family and make That's these right. kind of amazing memories. So. Ready to fly your family free? come join me inside my Family's Fly Free program where you get my simple step-by-step plan and my personal help so you can make more priceless travel memories with your family before your kids leave home. Visit familiesflyfree.com join. That's familiesflyfree.com join to learn more and get started flying free today.